Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning in and you're listening to a new episode of Unpopular and Incorrect. Family, friends, survivors, and supporters, please join Paige Alexander and the H4BC family for their third annual Hoops for Breast Cancer charity basketball tournament on Saturday, October 19th at Eastside High School in Covington, Georgia. The purpose of this event is not only to spread awareness, but to acknowledge community survivors and pay tribute to families who have endured the painful loss of a loved one to this life-threatening disease. Hoops for Breast Cancer also goes the extra mile by donating event proceeds to local cancer centers in Georgia. This year, all proceeds will be donated to My Style Matters Incorporated. This an event. Hey, what's up, you guys? It is me, Jay Mulatto, your favorite podcaster, and I am back after a two-week unnoticeable break, I want to say. You guys know I just started back serving and bartending, so it's like mm, at at Louisiana Bistro. Excuse me, y'all. Seems as though I don't know what I'm doing anymore. But um, yeah, I started um working at a new location or whatever, and just the hours were a little crazy for a minute. I started doing doubles. I'm not really doing doubles anymore. And then um, just like when you be working, your energy be uh down. Now I see why people be mad as hell all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? A bitch be tired. Like, basically. So, um, nothing new has really been going on with me. You guys can still order your skincare. That's Body Jam. I don't know if I'm going to keep using that with uh, Weebly because I don't know. More people want to do CBD infused stuff. So, like, I'm just directly dealing with, like, Google Pay, Apple Pay, Zales, or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? You can still make your purchases with me. Um, I'm still doing All I Need Is One Mic, Dinner and a Podcast. I pretty much closed the slots. I may sell two or three more tickets. So, if you are still interested in coming, it is at this point first come, first serve for those last little slots. But other than that, I have nothing really going on. You know, my life been peaceful. I just been working, and, and and I think working made me more prone to going out because I didn't grow up. The, the, the girl been in the streets, girl. I've been outside playing, girl. So, uh, <clears throat> shout out to me for going outside to play. But um, I just wanted to kick this episode off with two SJs. Like, I don't really have a topic of the week this week. I'm, the girl is pooped. But I do want to touch on... Um, these two SJs, which are very different. Both of them are very different from one another. So, um, let me pull up the email, girl. I should have had that pulled up, huh? Okay, so the first one. Where that say? Where is it at? Oh, here we go. So y'all listen to this because it's really two parts to this email that I need to touch on because a dude sent me this, but, um, I think he missing, you going to see the part that I'm talking about because what he was asking me, bitch, I had to back up and be like, he doing weird shit too. So it says, um, me and this young woman, well, I'll call her Michelle 
had dealings a couple of years ago during my college years. She was slightly older than me, but it didn't really affect the dynamic of the relationship. It was strictly a matter of us having sex. We would chill at her spot and just fuck on each other. That's it. When I got a girl, we drifted apart and things died down. Fast forward to two years after we officially called it quits, our paths crossed as I'm visiting her city for a work event and we end up having sex again for old time's sake. Now y'all pause now. He done seen a girl that used to be fuck buddies. Now he, you know, I'm in your city. He shouldn't even hit her up because he got a queen, all right? So keep that in mind. That's one, uh, something else I wanted to bring up. But um, uh, they wind up having sex again for old time's sakes. The morning after, we order room service, and I sent her well off on her way. She gets 10 minutes away from the hotel and discovers that she has left one of her phones in my room and asked me to bring it down to her. While I'm in the elevator, curiosity gets the best of me, and I go through her phone. I discover dick pics and messages from niggas of all walks of life, major league basketball, NFL, NBA, and I think I saw a nigga who played the saxophone for Bruno's Mars band. Either way, if you got paid to play it, she was with whatever. After that day, I ceased all communication. I was befuddled and low-key thrown for a loop because I never thought she was the type. Fast forward to a couple of months ago. I announced via social media that my girl and I would be moving to Houston. Her family, husband and child, currently live in Houston and have been living there for four years now. So, both of them got families in and fucking each other and other people it seems well michelle fuck other people that we know well that's what he's saying so it says michelle goes on my page and finds my girl and starts to like her pics and almost befriends her to a certain degree going to the extent of trying to invite her out to dinner and all that old extra shit apparently they have one mutual friend in common now my question to you jay is why is she trying to befriend my girl knowing the history that we had? <clears throat> I don't know this man's name, so I'm going to call you Jay. But Jay, why are you... Uh, okay, I don't know where to start because you a cheater, okay? So I don't even know why you in here asking me for advice about somebody liking your girl pics and getting to know them when you are a dog-ass nigga to me. Secondly, not only are you a dog-ass nigga to me, you are a weird-ass nigga. And I'm going to tell you why you're a weird-ass nigga. If we don't fuck with each other like that, and I come over there and we do the do, like, even when you when you first start saying that you and uh, Michelle used to have dealings with each other in the past, like, in your college years, y'all didn't have dealings with each other in the past. But you never explained it like Michelle was your girl, Michelle was your fuck buddy. So here's my thing. It shouldn't really matter what the fuck Michelle's doing outside of fucking you. Let's start there, okay? So for her to have left her phone and curiosity got the best of me you kicking it like she called you and then when you got in the elevator you flipped through the phone but the elevator ride is too short for you to have discovered dick pics figured out niggas was in the baseball uh, league figured out that niggas played the saxophone for bruno mars you was in that phone from the moment she left that phone in your room which is weird because 
why you i think anybody that go through people phones i have said this shit multiple times on multiple episodes i feel like that shit is very weird when people do that to their spouse and you're doing it to a cut buddy you're doing it to somebody that you're cheating on your girl with you're going through her phone like what's up with you like before i even tackle the situation about her you know what i'm saying Liking your girl pics. What's up with you going through her phone? And again, why do it matter? And you like, I ceased all communications. It threw me for a loop because I never thought she was like that. You never thought that your, a woman that agreed to be your fuck buddy would agree to be somebody else's fuck buddy? You know how crazy that sounds? Because again, you at the beginning of the letter said you and Michelle's dealing with strictly sex. Y'all used to fuck on each other. So you could not imagine that a woman that's cool with being a fuck buddy would be a fuck buddy to someone else. Because let me tell you something. That's some more shit that I talk about. Women who can be fuck buddies, because I don't think it's natural for women to be fuck buddies. You get what I'm saying? Because we are emotional beings and shit. And a bitch be saying, oh... And just I just want to have sex with a nigga, but don't call me. We ain't got to hang. That's bullshit. You got, and you got to be a different type of female, a.k.a. a detached whore. To me, again, my opinion, my show, you have to be some kind of detached whore to be a fuck buddy. So you thought the detached whore that you had was only your detached whore is what I'm assuming. And... That is also a false rhetoric because you don't get to determine that your fuck buddy is only, you know what I'm saying, your detached whore. So the fact that you're saying it threw you for a loop and it's the reason you seized all communication, you didn't seize all communication because you have a girl. You seized all communication because somebody you used to fuck in college, just fucking in college. After two years later, you fucked her again, and then you found out she was fucking other niggas. And that blew your mind. (laughs) Niggas so impossible because me saying this shit out loud sounds stupid as hell to me. Like, you ain't seen this girl in two years and go through her phone, and you like, oh, my God. She been doing a booty with other niggas. How dare she? Whole time, you said she got a husband and a kid in Houston. And she still came to lay over with you. So, you think so highly of a detached whore fuck buddy that's married and cheating with you? Like, you did, what's up, like, what's going on with you? You a little retarded, like you a little bit thrown off a little bit. Because if you is, then I get like how none of this is making sense to you. But other than that, child, you sound like crazy as hell. Oh, Lord. Now, let's fast forward to the end. And you said, why is she trying to befriend my girl? You know, some bitches be weird. You know what I mean? And I can't really understand or wrap my mind around the weird shit that women do. But to me, based off of what you have described Michelle as, Michelle might see. Now, this is my opinion again. This is just what I didn't gather from how you said Michelle is based off of what you know, you doing the booty one in college and going flipping through her phone, child. I really think Michelle trying to, you know what I'm saying, set a three-way up. Like, because I feel like maybe Michelle still want to fuck you. She don't know that you don't want to fuck her no more because she 
fucks other niggas outside of you and her husband. Woo, child. This so this so messy. Y'all so. How many of y'all going to the doctor in this group? Because I feel like I need a penicillin shot just talking about the shit that y'all got going on. But um, I feel like Michelle might feel like after y'all fuck that day in the hotel, like that she want to keep fucking you. And maybe the way to, you know, swindle fucking you is to try to fuck your girl too. Like I don't know. That's kind of what it seems. The way you portraying Michelle to be like a... A pay for play and doing whatever she want to do with whoever she want to do it with. Whenever the moon, the sun is in the sky, whatever city you in, like, then I would just think that she trying to fuck your girl. But you just so disgusted that she fucks other niggas. <laughs> it's weird, like, I, I, you know, so I say all that to say this, man. Um, you, Michelle. The um the MLB, NFL, NBA, CCW, WWE, Major Golf League, whoever Michelle doing it with you, Michelle husband, yo girl, all y'all need to go to the doctor. Cause I just it's just a lot going on to me. I just feel like y'all swapping a lot of bodily fluids. It's a lot of kissing and oral sex. And I'm pretty sure it's a lot of meat to meat. Because I feel like the way you so upset about her fucking with other niggas is like, you probably robbed her because you were like, oh, she married and she probably only fucking her husband. So And I'm only, I don't even know if you only fucking your girl, you know, because it seems like you kind of out there too. So I feel like you might be a little, you know what I'm saying? On the edge because you you went through that phone and realized you you about meet to meet with a lot of niggas. But uh, I just feel like y'all need to go to the doctor. I need I feel like you need to start worrying about what she doing because both of y'all equally doing trash shit. Y'all cheating on the people you quote unquote love and care about with one another and as well as other people. So you know what I'm saying. I just feel like y'all need to just everybody just need to hang it up. I just feel like y'all just need to be single. What if I, is that a weird concept? What if I told y'all y'all can sleep with whoever y'all want to sleep with whatever day of the week in whatever city without any repercussions if it's protected and if you single? I don't know why y'all be wanting to do so much shit that's trifling while having somebody else and dragging them through the mud. I'm going to assume from this that you're a black man because it sounds like some black man shit. Your black man love to drag you through the mud and shit. So, you know, that's my advice to you. I don't know why the fuck she hit your girl up besides that maybe she want to fuck your girl. But I feel like you need to stop hitting her up and everybody else you hit up because you have a girl. This Michelle story shouldn't even be something you should be telling me. You shouldn't have been going through her phone and some old shit. You being weird, all right? So, you was writing me to tell me that this that Michelle was being a weird bitch, but you, really, you're the weird nigga. And I keep telling y'all, ladies, on all my podcasts, that these niggas be doing weird-ass shit a lot. Like, they be trying to kick it like women be crazy. But, see, that's why my, my podcast, to me, is good. Because I get stories from men and women. And I and I try to get the perspective from both sides. So, I think both both men and women be doing false shit. So, um, Jay, Michelle, 
whoever else involved in that story, best of luck to y'all, because all all y'all doing some weird shit. (laughs) That's just where that's at. So, um, y'all know how this normally go. I got to go ahead and shoot to my sponsors, and then, you know, after I come back from my commercial break of sponsors, we're going to get into the second SJ, because that one tickling me peak, bitch, okay? So, yeah, we're about to go to this short little commercial break, and then we'll be right back. Okay, we are back, girl. I done pulled it, those text messages thread up on my phone, girl. Um, it says, bitch, I got an ass J for you. How you put a 47-year-old woman out your house that has been there for three weeks and only giving you $100? I'm like, wait, what, girl? Like, what's... Back up, because this is my home, girl. So she texting me, girl. And I'm like, you got to back up and give me, like, more context to the story, queen. Because that sounds preposterous. Like, and where is it coming from? So she sends me, my coworker told me she didn't have anywhere to go. And she uh, can she stay the night on the 7th, September 7th, queen? It's September 30th. And she gave me $100 to, quote, quote, unquote, help after a week of being there. And that's it. She is supposedly in a travel club. She can't tell me the name of and had the nerve to go on a business trip for Wednesday. Just got back yesterday and still ain't got shit uh, and still ain't got her shit to leave my house. How the fuck you take a mega bus trip to Orlando for a business trip? Shouldn't the company have paid? Anyways, how I put her out tomorrow the first. <laughs> Bro, this the wildest shit I've ever heard this uh this month. You know what I'm saying? This shit just sound wild to me. And um she was like, I just be ending up in wild shit. She need to be coming up with some money for running up my light and water bill. You get what I'm saying? And so, uh, my friend want to know how she put somebody out of her house. Now, you know, this, I, I wanted to, I wanted to touch on this one specifically for the show because I feel like the more I get emails from y'all and even stuff that I don't necessarily do on my ass, Jay, people will write me on Twitter and just be like, quick question. I feel like you give me some good advice. Some shit people ask me, I don't think I could make it into one of them ass J segments. The people who want it to be ass J are sending me long stuff. And they, you know what I'm saying? It's long and drawn out and it's a conversation to be had. Some people just be wanting to know, am I tripping like I, I be saying? In this situation, girl, I wanted to bring this up because that's your house. Okay, queen, you can't ask me how to put somebody out your house. Let me tell y'all something about a home. Your home is your peace of mind. So somebody staying in your house, whether she bothering you or not, a person who not really supposed to be living with you will bother you. You get what I'm saying? Whether it be you don't like how long she take her showers. You don't like how she only take her showers in complete hot water. So when she open the bathroom door, it, it's just a steam fest like a sauna. You know what I'm saying? You don't care. At first, you don't care that she eats some of your potato chips. 
Now I feel like her having a potato chip is her eating everything in sight. You know what I'm saying? Because that's your home and your home is set up for you and your mental space, your spiritual state of mind. You understand what I'm saying? When you have a roommate, you know certain shit come with it. When you have a child, you know you can't do without having the baby hand under the crack of the damn door. I don't know what the fuck that be about with child. Anybody who got kids know that once your baby pop out, honey, your baby will sit on the toilet on your lap while you do the one, girl. Something about babies, their privacy, and they just don't be caring. You know what I'm saying? I guess because they, they didn't invaded your body for nine months. So that when they come out, they still feel like they need to be invading your body in space the same amount of time. And shit, be, I don't know, girl. Babies be weird like that. But you know what I'm saying? Even your dog. Your dog hop on the bed with you. Dogs don't even put have no respect in your space. They putting their booty on you. They got to be up under you like a newborn baby. You know what I'm saying? So when you have those different elements of your home, you have different expectations. Adding another human who was supposed to be staying the night and it turning into another month, bitch couldn't be me. I have no problem telling niggas it's time to go. Okay, bitch? That's what I'm on. That's like niggas coming over to kick it or, or they spend the night with a bitch and then they then moved in and shit. I don't know how y'all be going through that. I don't even like staying over niggas' houses that long. And I be liking niggas. I be liking to be laid up. But I want niggas to go out and play outside too. I want to go outside and play. The element of missing you got to happen. And if a nigga trying to sneak move in on you, he can't go missing for you to miss him. You get what I'm saying? So, I want y'all to care about y'all peace more than y'all been showing me in the past recent years. You know what I'm saying? Because prior to this podcast, my friends calling and texting me. Like, I've always been the go-to ask for advice person because, you know what I'm saying? I got a level state of mind. I'm pretty much unbiased and you know what I'm saying, what I'm going to say. I don't really judge nobody for what it is. You know what I'm saying? And now that I'm at the point and level in my life where I have mental, spiritual, and emotional peace, people want to get to where I'm at. Because people love to say that they are unbothered and be bothered as a motherfucker, okay? I'm really over here. Kicking shit on my Netflix, on my Hulu, on my Crunchyroll, watching anime shit. If you follow my IG story, you see that I'm goddamn watching anime nonstop. It ain't nothing major going on with me. That shit makes me happy. That's the, that is my peace. I could not imagine somebody popping up at my house and just st- overstaying a welcome. Y'all want to know what's so crazy is, y'all know, like, my uh, best friend passed away like in December or whatever. So um, she had came over my house one day and um, usually, you know, we adults, you're not going to see your friends all the time. So like she, we, we used to, uh, I don't even know how to word it. Like I'm stumbling and think about it, but we used to always make it a thing to like n- no more than three months pass before we like have to hang out and see one another. You know what I'm saying? So, when she came over that first day in December, we kicked it, and I was like, girl, you know, I ain't broke no more. I got a whole bunch of stuff going on. We used to definitely go out, you know, whoop-de-whoop more often, you know what I'm saying? 
And she was like, yeah, we should. And then she called me. That She texted me the next morning like, I hope you up because I'm on the way. You know what I'm saying? And then it was just like, when I talk, to, when I talk about her passing away, I tell people how I had seen her almost every day prior to her passing, right? And um, the last day she was supposed to come over, she texted me. And it was like my cycle was on. I felt like I was catching a cold. And I was like, not, you know what I'm saying, not today. You know what I mean? And um, now, of course, in hindsight, I wish I'd have let her come anytime she wanted to come. But I said all that to say this. I could have let her come over here while I was cramping it with a sniffly nose and really didn't want her to be over here. You know what I'm saying? And then my mood would have been a little cloudy in the sky. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to put yourself through shit like that. For the most part, bro, a lot of the suffering that we endure, we are allowing ourselves to be put through that shit. A nigga cheating on you is not some shit you have to forgive. If you know that shit gonna always be in your mind and it's gonna hurt y'all, every time you think about it, your stomach gonna hurt a little bit, your head gonna throb, bitch, leave them. It ain't worth you having to have a stomach ache every 36 hours and shit thinking about the way a nigga treated you just because you don't want that nigga to leave. That shit insane. And it don't make you a bad person because somebody who needed to spend the night spent the month. And ain't helping either. Because the least a bitch could do is be, oh, going to the store and pulling up, bearing gifts. You know what I'm saying? Dropping money. Like, you dropped me that hundred the first week, but bitch, you been here for. I'm going to need at least, you know what I'm saying? Has she been coming with $100 a week? Like, you ain't been coming with nothing. But you are in my universe, in my realm, taking away from my peace. Because the reality of peace is... If people are not adding to your peace, if people are not adding to your happiness, they are taking away from it. It's not a neutral balance when it comes to shit like that. It just is automatically parasitic. You are feeding off of my shit if you are not putting into it. That's just how them energies and shit work like that. You know what I'm saying? Because... And like I was saying, ain't no way she could just be in your house and not be bothering you if she not contributing. You get what I'm saying? It still just don't work that way. So, you know what I'm saying? And now you you uncomfortable, you asking me what should I do and what should I tell? Girl, where, where do that be by? Y'all think I'm blunt and y'all think I be, you know what I'm saying, straight to the point. But people who really know me, when I'm on the phone with my best friend, like, you know what I'm saying, dudes I talk to or whatever, and they hear me interact with other people, they think it's so funny because my my tone never changes. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, my mom was like, um, my brother is, oh, shout out to my brother. You know, he's in a private school or whatever. So his Spanish class is going to Peru. So they doing like fundraising to help the kids come up with the money for the trip to Peru. And my mom was like, you know, if your friends want to, you know, cash up your money or donate to your brother's trip to Peru, let me know. And if they want to donate a a larger amount of money, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? 
to help other kids on their trip to Peru. And I was like, oh, I'm not really on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not really my responsibility. And I hate to be that way. But first of all, it's a private school. Somebody somewhere got some kind of money. You feel me? So my responsibility is getting Joshua <laughs> to Peru, bitch. That's about it. I'm not collecting the coins for the other girls. The girls are going to have to collect their own bag, bitch. They're going to have to chase a different bag than the one I am chasing because my niggas will not be giving money to somebody else's niggas, okay? That's not what I'm on. You know what I'm saying? So I'm pretty straightforward about the things that I will and will not accept. And it takes a long time for you to get to that place in your life. And I feel like the more y'all listen to my podcast and the more I get these different type of stories, it always reverts back to something like what I'm saying now. And I'm glad that it was something as simple as like, well, Lord have mercy, a 47-year-old woman's moving in your shit after saying she just needed a night or whatever. It's not simple. But I'm glad it's not one of those, like, relationship questions so that I could just show y'all that y'all got to value yourselves and value your peace overall in general in all, in any and all aspects of life. You get what I'm saying? Niggas can't run over you in relationships when people can't run over you in your house. You feel me? You If you're a person who's never going for that shit, you just never going for that shit. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So, I hope that you. it is the first girl I'm recording this. Is it the first or is it the second? Maybe yesterday. It's the second. Yesterday was the first. Um, I hope that... I'm going to actually text you after I finish recording because now I'm curious as to if your 47-year-old friend... Another thing, I don't know... I just really don't think that I'm going to be 47 and just gone with the wind like that. But anywho, you know what I'm saying? Life happens, whatever. But um, I really hope you got that lady at your house so y'all have come to some kind of agreement to where she is putting in some type of energy and effort into your home so that it's not draining your energy and effort in your home. Okay, queen? So, um, yeah, that was my two ass J's. I really want to tell y'all about some shit that happened at my job with this white bitch. And y'all know how I feel about white bitches. I feel like they're the most dangerous creatures on this earth. But I just don't even feel like getting to it, getting into that story today. You know what I'm saying? I will tell y'all that on the next episode of, of goddamn Dragon Ball Z, bitch. Because it's like kind of detailed and... um. Yeah, I think it'll just be, I'm a saving, and then I'm, and it just proves my point about white bitches being destructive and passive aggressive as fuck, and then playing the victim, bitch. It really, literally happened to me at my job. Like, how they be posting the videos of white bitches doing shit to folks, and they be like, Twitter, do your thing. And I be like, bitch, I wish a, a white woman would. Well, a white woman did. And um, I was sick about it because it was a white woman and she did it at my job. And the last thing I wanted to do after having my job for a week was get fired. So um, the bitch got away with what she did. So I'm a little, still a little heated about that. But I'm going to say that story for next week. And uh, yeah, man, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. I hope y'all enjoy my little 20 or 30 minute banter. 
about two situations. You know how you can find me if it's something that you want to talk about. Um, my name is Jay Mulatto on Instagram, as well as Facebook, as well as Twitter, and as well as YouTube. You guys hit me up when you want to buy some body jam. I'm still making things, and I'm infusing them with CBD oil. So hit me up because I got lavender and some sweet orange lemongrass. I got all the flavors, girl. I got all the flavors. And if you want that skin popping and flourishing, girl, just hit me up, okay? And then now we are in October. We are winding down to goddamn the cool weather. So the food vlog is definitely finna be back on the scene. I think this is the last hot week in Atlanta. I want to say that's what they were saying. And then pretty much every week after next week will be like 70s and shit. So your girl will be food vlogging again, okay? Y'all gonna finally get to see this fat neck back on the video screen. Um, Don't forget, I got like three last limited spots of um, the All I Need Is One Mic Dinner in the Podcast. And that will be October 18th. And y'all heard the episode, the um, the commercial for the breast cancer, uh, Hoops for Cancer thing on October 19th in Covington, Georgia, which is the day after. Which is actually the same week as the Fort Valley Homecoming. So, it's actually a jam-packed weekend. So, for niggas who are looking for things to do, there I just named three. All right? My shit, Homecoming. And the hoops for cancer, all right? So, you know, I want to thank each and every one of y'all for tuning in each and every week. And you have been listening to another great episode of Unpopular and Incorrect.